this is the Reverend Farrak, uh, uh, Sharpton, and I want to tell you, Clive and Darnis are a threat to a democracy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Clive and Dardis. I'm Michael Clive. That's Pat Dardis. Hey, everybody. Pat, so you know what I've had in my head? I don't know. I, I woke up with this. It started last night, and then I woke up, and it was still there. And it, it was this stupid jingle from the 70s, right? It, it was this one. It's from a TV. Can we remember? Remember this one? Uh, if I think I'm doing it right. When you've got Libby's, Libby's, Libby's. On the label, label, label. You will like it, yeah, like it, like it on yeah. your table, table, table. <laughs> I remember that. I, I don't know where it came from. You know, when you get a song in your hand, you're like, I, I didn't hear it. I know what you I mean. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. It just came. It's just, it's there. Now that was, we had goofy advertising back then. That was the slogan. It reminds me of the what the new ones, you know, the, the, the Liberty, 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 Liberty. <laughs> they actually they they contacted me a couple of years ago Liberty Mutual they said we want to we want to do a commercial using your Homer Simpson voice I said oh okay because you know, they wanted to see they said we're, we're waiting we want to see if if Fox will sign off on you doing the Homer voice <laughs> I I was quietly going no they're not going to they're not going to see Dan Castellaneta the guy who actually does the Homer Simpson voice he's got the dream gig man I think he makes like half a million dollars per episode per episode wow and and nobody knows what he looks like that's the dream gig you got billions of dollars and nobody even knows what you look like you can do anything go anywhere and it was funny when I was out, when I was doing the Simpsons thing, there were people from Fox, you know, coming up to me in the hallway. Hey, would you do my voicemail as Homer? Because Dan won't do them. Right. See, Dan, Dan won't do them. And that's very typical, really. They're like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm worth too much money. <laughs> Dumb jerks. <laughs> yeah, but at least, at least it wasn't politically correct that back then. You did, it wasn't all woke, you know? No. You know, every, every commercial is has to be woke nowadays has to have some kind of political message to the to to the to the left wing and the right wing can get spit on for all you know for all they care. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, manipulation in in yeah. uh, modern especially today. The commercial production now they they've changed they they they're really pushing they I mean, they're doing the same in commercials they're doing the same thing Hollywood is doing is indoctrinating people. They're doing yes. the same thing. But yeah, and, that, the white, and the white guys look like stupid. They always try to make the white guys look stupid. And then they got, you know, the, the black population is only, what, 12, 13%. And they're probably in like 50% of the commercials. 50? So. 50? No, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, dude, I'm in advertising. And I can tell you, I've been, I have TV on. I have to monitor TV all day long, every day for years. Right. So I know, I see, after the BLM movement, all of a sudden, blacks started showing up in TV commercials like crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, so you say 50? No, it's more like 95. Wow. So you've got a people who are 14% of the population, that's 14 out of a crowd of 100 Okay, one point four out of ten. Yeah, no. And yet they're in ninety five, ninety six percent of all TV commercials now. And it was because yeah. of the BLM extortion that you know we we're gonna do you. We're gonna burn this down if we don't get. It. Oh, oh, you well really? So these these woke agencies, which are 
you know, to be honest, they're really no different than Hollywood. It's all, you know, production, smoke and mirrors, you know, celebrity status stuff. It's all the same. So they, they're doing the same, right? So they said, oh, this is a great opportunity. Let's say screw the white man and the Asian man and every, uh, let's just put blacks in and uh, that way they won't attack our agency. Yeah. Right. Some stupid agency had this idea. Hey guys, let's use blacks so that they don't riot our agency. And then someone, (laughs) what they didn't know is the stupid agency across the street and the one across the country was thinking the same thing. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Because they all think alike. Right. This is, 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 we got to indoctrinate people. Let's make them think that blacks are everywhere. Yeah. And I read an article on this and some guy, he, he was mentioning it, but then he went so far as to go, it's not only that, they're forcing these black people to speak like white people. <laughs> what? You mean speak like a, yeah. an educated American? Is that what you're trying yeah. to say? Because that doesn't wash, buddy. So I'm not, I'm not down with this broken English crap. I mean, you know, that, that didn't really exist when I was younger. So they're, so they're, so they're hearing about it from... The right, and they're hearing about it from the left, from a different angle. That they, the I guess the blacks are, that are in commercials are speaking proper English. There's something actually wrong with that. I mean, I don't. It's crazy. Yeah, I, that's that's what you. Yeah, that see, that's in doctor. That's that's the whole backwards thinking. It's like now actually you're supposed to speak proper English. It's like when I see advertisings uh, or auditions. Okay, I'll see auditions like, you know, some of these 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 things I'm a member of, and they'll list these auditions. And so you'll have one that says um, African-American male, blah, blah, blah. We need for, and, you know, if you don't think about it, you just go, oh, okay, that's for a black person. But if, you're, if you do what I do, you look at that and you go, okay, so what do they, exactly do they mean by African-American male? So would, would Sidney Poitier qualify? Yeah. What about Elon Musk? Would he... Con- be considered African American. He was. He's from South Africa. No, 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 no. Don't don't go there. We're not talking. We're talking about black people. Okay, okay. But my, the point is, you know, African American people. They're talk. They, what they're getting at is they're looking for a sound like this. Okay, this like they they supposed to say. The fact of the matter is that that's not an African American sound. It's a sound of illiteracy. Right is what that is, and it's very sad that this has come to represent the black population in America. Right. You know, if you say we're looking for African-American for this, for this voice role, voice, I'm talking about voice, not skin color. It's what you hear. So in other words, they're discriminating against black people who are well-educated, who just speak like you and I, right. They wouldn't get the role disqualified. You sound too educated. <laughs> I mean, what? And I find that highly disturbing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, see, and, and and as somebody, I could I could go down there and do that. That's no problem for me. But I'm an actor. I'm an artist. That's what an actor does. They act as someone or something that they are not. Exactly. So, and I don't do it silly. This is not mocking. Mocking is something different. An imitation is quite an, an interesting thing because you're, it's the accuracy. It's the believability. It's the reality. It's the difference between someone who's a, a true actor and someone who's just playing around. And that's the difference. You take it seriously. It's a business. So that's what it is. You know, Hollywood started this whole stink about, oh, if you're not an ethnic, you can't play an ethnic. Well, bull crap. That's what an actor does. And the reason why this doesn't wash, and here's how it goes. We need someone who is this race who can act. Okay, now, if you're dealing with a minority population, then you're dealing with a less number of people who may or may not even have that skill. So what happens is then you shove someone in there just because of the skin color, 
they don't have the finite ability to act, but it'll have to do because at least we shoved someone in there of different color. Right. You see, so that's not performance. That's politics. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, but here's the biggest thing of it all. If they fired a whole bunch of other races just to make room for all these black people and call themselves, you know, whatever, we're we're practicing equity or, you know, in, inclusiveness or whatever. Okay. Now, behind the scenes, did the director, did the advertising agency owner, did the writers, the editors, all the people involved in making the commercial at the office, did they all step down from their jobs and turn it over to a black American? I guarantee you 100% the answer is no. Right. No. So it's all a farce. It's all a fake. It's all smoke and mirrors. See, typical Hollywood. This is all what it is. But so I, I look at the same situation. I go, well, how come you can't switch from this and go in here? Yes, I'm reading a commercial now, so I'll talk like this. Right. I must, maybe I've just got, maybe I have such a, a great brain. I don't know that I can switch <laughs> and do all these crazy but um, no, I think it's a dis- it's a discount to the black community to say we're looking for African American for a voiceover. Wow, a voiceover, and and not only on TV have I noticed it, but the TV commercials with the the audio has also changed. You know, where you used to hear a voice like this, now you're hearing one like this. It's got a little bit of the black sound in it. It's like, oh, Oh, okay. yes. Oh, that's big time now. So sure. what they did, here's what they did, and nobody said anything or weren't about it. What they did is these agencies, the casting agents, and everybody got together and they said, hey, let's fire all these other races that are doing the commercials and have been, had those nice jobs for years, right? As our spokesperson and this and that. Right. Let's fire all them and hire black people specifically. That's discrimination and that's illegal. Right. But nobody has said a damn word about it. No. Well, except me. So now I've said it. Maybe somebody will do something about it because it's illegal. You can't do it. Yeah, the chances of them, the media changing their minds are you know they they're on a one one course history now of trying to um if not eliminate white people from commercials at least give them a very very small role well that's fine let them do that because i'm going to be a voice for all actors right that's that's not necessary you don't do that you don't do that that's the, like i said 14% of the population they're, they're presenting something that's not real. That is not really America. Right. You that's, know, black. I mean, if it's, 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 here's what I would do. If, if, if China offered me, hey, we want Mr. Trump. We want you to come here. We want you to produce all of our TV commercials. We would love because you have the perfect brain, Mr. Trump. We want you to come and do this. <laughs> and I said, perfect. So after about six months, I released the commercials. Here are your new commercials, China. You're going to love them. They're terrific. And they come back and they say, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, the commercial, oh, they have uh, only, uh, they have a Mexican in them. <laughs> yeah. well, what's the problem? We do not have a lot of Mexican in our population. Well, this is called propaganda, okay? We want your Chinese people to think that the country is overrun by Mexicans. Yeah. I mean, it would be the same or going to, doesn't matter where you go. Go to Africa and say, hey, I'm going to do all your commercials. And then you, you release them and it's all like 90% white people. They go, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. I say, whoa, what? what, what? Right. So what do you mean? You notice it? Yeah, well, we notice it. Anyway. And honestly, if all the black population just talked regular English like like other races in the country, 
we wouldn't have probably half the problems we have. They wouldn't have the poverty. They wouldn't have the problems they have because a lot of it stems from the illiteracy that the Democrats and Hollywood and all, they've tried to like normalize. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is how you talk. This is the language we've given you. Oh, gee, thanks. Boom. Instant segregation, right? Instant segregation. You speak this way. Y'all speak over here like this. The Democrats did this. I mean, what happens when you can't speak properly? You, you didn't learn the language. Well, you, you get frustrated. You can't plead your case. You, can't, you, can, you might get violent. You might let your fists do the talking since your mouth can't. Yeah. You see, it's, it's, it's also horrible. And the Democrats in Washington, Hollywood, and the music industry set it all up. And they're profiting from it while the black population is really suffering for this. Yeah. They did it through the schools. They did it through entertainment. They did it through music. Absolutely unforgivable. So, again, the Democrats, the party of slavery, came back once again decades later, said, oh, well, let's keep them talking like slaves. And, and, and then when they can't succeed because they can't speak properly, then we'll give them a bunch of free handouts and they'll think we're their buddy. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely horrible in America that this happened. Yeah. Don't blame Whitey. Blame Demi. <laughs> it wasn't that way when we were growing up. Back then, you had well-spoken uh, black act. Didn't matter what race you were, you talked like this. Hey, well, we found uh, two bodies over there, sir, and there's uh, yeah, you know, it wasn't like yeah, we found a couple by over there. And they were, no, no, we didn't have that. This is this has progressed. Thirty years ago, I did a radio show uh, about the the dangers of in our society about uh, the rap. The rap was getting really violent and weird and creepy and nasty, and and the ebonics thing. I said, this is a bad idea. And everybody, a lot of people were like, oh, you're overreacting, man. Okay, 30 years later, was I? Was I? No, I was correct. Trump wins, Trump wins. <laughs> Just keep in mind that for America to function as it was intended, nobody, no race should ever receive special treatment over anyone else. Yes. Why the that's why you hold auditions for the talent, for the effect, not for the skin color. It makes no difference in a voiceover ad. And I tell man, I tell you what, I hear a lot of voiceover ads these days. And I could I could swear they picked them right off of Fiverr, right? Just hey, just can you do this for 50 bucks? Thank you so much. We're going to go national. Well, that's not a national rate, man. 50 bucks. So it's a joke. It's all a joke. It's all a joke, folks. It's all a total joke, right, on the American people. Yeah. Clive and Dottis.